You did a weird intro last I did. time. I said that. You didn't all even. Right. Oh, deeper conversations are highly sought after, but rarely explored. I did. I just kind of was like, all right, let's change it up a little. I'm like, I'm getting tired of saying that every fucking episode, so I'm gonna switch it up. <laughs> so I did. And I was like, fuck it. We'll see if that episode gets better. Then like, okay, people don't want to hear me say that every fucking time. I was gonna say maybe we just get into it and see. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Table Talks, where deeper conversations are something highly sought after but rarely explored. And I have with me, as always, my beautiful co-host, Alyssa. Hi, sunflowers. All right, we're taking a different approach to this episode, and we're just going to get right into it. This week's episode, we're talking about the side effects of birth control and our personal experiences with it, because (laughs) it has not been fun. Yeah, it's going to get a little heated up in here. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, I think this is a topic that we need to talk about because birth control affects probably most of the women in your life. Yeah, and also it affects men. Because, that too. Yeah, like, you're left with us PMSing as fuck because of these hormones and And it's an important part of safe sex so that yeah. you guys don't end up with children when you don't want them. Mm-hmm. I think it's even more prevalent with the stuff that's been happening across Absolutely. the country here, but I think... We're just going to keep it very open and honest and yeah. to our experiences. Yeah. So birth control, in my opinion, sucks. Mm. I don't like it. I honestly hate it. Mm. And I don't hate a lot. Mm. And it's so crazy to me because I understand the reasons why birth control is in place. But can I tell you how much of a difference I see in myself since taking it, mm-hmm. it's like night and day, and you feel it like is. a different person, honestly. It, like It's crazy. I, I feel crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I didn't even take birth control, like, start taking birth control um, because of, like, wanting to have sex. I was taking it because of my, I had acne when I was a teenager, and so I, that's why I started it, and I think I started it, like, I don't even know, 14 or 15. I started taking it when, because my periods were so heavy. I was having, I was bleeding for 10 days and like, it was just too much. Like I was having days that like, I couldn't even go to school because I was bleeding so much that I was like lightheaded and I couldn't eat enough and like, I couldn't stay awake. Like, yeah, there's a variety of reasons why people take birth controls. Not just because they want to have unprotected sex. Yeah. I mean, safe sex is, is one of the main ones, but you know, at, acne yeah. um periods like yeah. to either lighten it or even stop it entirely yeah. like the help affects your mood yeah and i think that's why it's so important to talk about the side effects because <sighs> oh man do they rain yeah and, and each one is so different like that's why i hated when my doctor used to be like oh yeah you're gonna take trisprintec and i was like cool and then it's like i'd go to the pharmacy and they'd be like oh we're out of trisprintec but we filled it with a generic brand i take the generic brand for three months and i'd be a totally different person than when i was on the trisprintec and i'm like no no more generals and i know you had the same experience like recently so it's like like they say, oh, it's the same, and it's like, no, it is not. The The hormone levels are very different, and, and 
the way it's concentrated is different. Yeah, and there's a lot of different types of birth controls, um, and Jocelyn and I both tried a few of them, and we both had conversations with our doctor, because mm-hmm. we're talking mostly about oral contraceptives right now, which is the pill, Yeah. but there are things like the depot shot, there's the implant that goes in your arm, there's... The um, Nuva Ring. The Nuva Ring, there's... IUDs. Thank you. <laughs> and, and they all have different percentages, too. Oh my because god, yeah. Because you have to... When you talk to your doctor, you have to figure out what's going to work best for you and your body and your mental health, mm-hmm. as well as how likely the risk is for you to get pregnant. And Still. things like the Depo shot are not as uh, effective. No, but the, si- the, the the drawback, or I guess the good thing for the Depo shot, is they work really well for people with like PCOS and um, endometriosis. Those are a lot of the people that use point. it. Like like yeah the trade-off is like the the percentage of getting pregnant is not very high but it's it's more geared towards the people that are already going to have a hard time getting pregnant and it just is to help alleviate a lot of the pain that comes with that oh that's a great point i wasn't because like in my personal experience when i talked about my doctor i was like she told me straight up she's like the double shot was only like i think 98 percent effective and she said there has been cases where people have have been on the double shot and not and still have gotten pregnant. Yeah. And, and I'm like, wait, what? And the depot shot, you're only supposed to take for something like two to three years, and then you're supposed to take a break from it. And then you're supposed to switch onto something else and then go, to, you can go back to it, but you have to switch birth controls along the way because your body builds up a resistance to it and eventually gets to a point where, like, it's like you almost, like, max out that sort of hormone so it, like, doesn't exist. Yeah. Or, like, so your body has to regenerate what it needs and as a woman like this is the the responsibility that we have we yeah. have to figure out all the pros and cons and talk to the doctors because the new ring you have to take out every month and then put it back in after you get your period yeah um the implant can float away out of your arm and into your body and yeah. that can cause risks yeah i know i'm, I'm like i'm like skewed out cringe. over here i can't like that that freaks me out and i've seen the horror stories of like women that lose it and then they have to get like a huge chunk of their arm cut out because it's stuck under the muscle they can't pull it back out like that is just ugh. it's the reality yeah though. it's like it's, it's a risk that we take that i feel like people just don't understand that there's not just side effects but there are also so many risks with these things there are and like it's so hard to think that you are like we you started what your birth control uh Age. Probably 15. Yeah, so around the same age. We're teenagers taking on all of that risk. And responsibility. And trying to figure all of that out and navigate through that. And When so, we barely have a grasp on how our periods work in the first place, because let's not even get started about our health classes and how much oh my education gosh, I know. there was. You've only maybe had it for, like, a couple of years. Yeah, now you're making a very life-impacting decision around how this is going to work for you. I think that's why I went with the pill is because it was one, like, the safest percentage, 99.9%, and, like, hopefully less risks and side effects involved, but, like, they're still there, and when I say that I was, it was such a difference for me, it really was, like, I walked into not, when I was not on birth control, being, like, really peppy, I didn't feel tired, like, I was very go 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 i obviously had the teenager energy too i was always like very up and at them i didn't experience many mood swings or anything and when i switched and i was on to birth control now i'll tell you i am very sensitive in general like i've got sensitive skin sensitive stomach 
I tend to get side effects from medications. I got most of the side effects on my first few months of birth control, and wow, was that hell of a roller coaster. Like, yeah. it was almost too much. Like, I was ready to, like, get off of it, even though my, my skin looked great. Like, I was like, woohoo! <laughs> Not but have to like, deal with that problem, but, like... Here's I, this other problem I have to deal with. Like, it's, it's, it's a lot. Like, making that decision for yourself at a young age, I think, is... It is, and, like... It, I think it's my experience has almost gotten worse now mm. because you're much more aware of it and like I how much it actually affects you. But I also had to, I went through a period of time where I did try an IUD and mm-hmm. while it worked for me, it wasn't something that worked for my partner. Mm-hmm. And that was hard in itself because the IUD is internal and you go through this lovely painful process anyway to get it inserted to the correct location. It's great. It's fucking great having your cervix pinched with, you know, no anesthesia or anything. It's it's amazing the pain we have to go through for that. It's so great. I love it. Especially when they do the check and then they got to like tug on it. Oh, that is the best, man. Oh gosh, don't even. Yeah, because there is a string. Yeah. <laughs> and like... Getting that taken out because it wasn't viable. Oh, God, that must be so painful. I am not prepared for when mine needs to come out. I have a year left, and I'm ill-prepared. I was ill-prepared for, like, the pain. And I'm I'm someone who has a high pain tolerance, but I really feel like the IUD really fucked with me after that because it it worked for me, like I said. It's just that something about that string didn't work. And so when I had to get it taken out... I don't know if it was the doctor's error or something else, but I do have, like, a little hitch. And that, it was, like, a 3-2-1, and on one did they They pull. And it was not, I was not ready. They weren't expecting it to come out. And, like, I was like, you what? You weren't expecting it to come out? (laughs) I'm like, it got stuck? (laughs) Confused. And, like, ever since that, I've experienced a lot more pain and that hitch becomes more of a problem like it's like almost more set because of it scratched on its way out and then so now I'm back to oral contraceptives which have their own fun lovely side side effects yeah and I had to change a lot of different times to find one that worked for me that was like sustainable because if I have to take something for every day for 30 days and then do it again next month like, I don't want to feel depressed or nauseous or moody or... <laughs> I, I totally get it. And when I first got my IUD in, probably I've had it almost three years now, um, when I got mine put in, the first five to six months were unreal. Like, the amount of mood swings I had, the amount of pain I was in, like, it was to the point that I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Like I am going through the highest of highs and like the lowest of lows. Like I was significantly depressed. I was very angry all the fucking time. I was like, what in the fuck is going on with me? I was like, this is not who I normally am. And like, I'm someone that like, yeah, I can get a little anxious and you know, high stress situations and get a little like snippy, but it's just because like certain things need to be done on certain times. But like, this was to a whole new extreme. And, like, I was even at the point that, like, during my... I was working fast food. I was buying my coworkers like, donuts every day I worked because I was like, you guys have to deal with me. I'm on my period. I'm going to be a bitch. So here are donuts. Like, I feel bad for you. But it was something I, I could not control. Like, it was just in an instant reactions. And it's... 
isn't not that, enjoyable. Isn't that crazy, though? Is that, like, because you kind of, like, get, an, as you grow older, you get your identity and you kind of know who you are and it's really firm and in place. And to, like, know that you're feeling something that isn't you. Mm-hmm. But you can't change it. There's nothing you can do no, about it. No, because it's the hormones. And yeah. then you have to, if you do change it, you take the risk. Like, I've been in a long-term relationship for five years. And so, yes, I, I do have unprotected sex with my partner but like that if I don't take birth control I could get pregnant yeah and so I because I don't want that risk and none of the other options are going to work for me for birth control that is what I have to do with I can I can feel super depressed you're talking about the lowest of lows I I'm not I'm an anxious person but I'm not depressed and I have felt depressed on some of my birth controls Mm mm-hmm and it's so weird because it feels so foreign to me. Like, I'm not a moody person. And then to have that, like, light switch of anger. Yeah. And, like, be snapping at somebody. And I'm like, I'm sorry. That was not me. Yeah. That's um, the hormone. Sorry. Like, and I, w- I was the person that, when I was younger, and this is just me being ignorant, was like, oh, well, like, any, even if you have your period, like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be bitchy to other people. Like, that's not an excuse. And I was wow, was I so privileged to, like, Think feel that. like that. Yeah. <laughs> because I have been there and been like, no, like, I just need to be bitchy right now because this is what I hate. This is what I f- I'm feeling, even though it's not me. Yeah. And, like, and I've sometimes got hormones do- racing. Yeah, and you don't have as much control over it as people are like, oh, like, I don't understand. Like, why are you so moody? Just control it. It's like, when you're in a fit of rage, can you control yourself? No, most of the time, no. It is it is an innate emotional reaction that is happening, and ours are based around hormones. And there's nothing we can do about how our hormones change. There is a zero of, like, how much we can do. And, and there's also different hormones. Birth controls are based off of some different hormones. Some are right. estrogen-based. Some are further away. For Like, when I was talking to my OBG, we talked about, like, some that are further away from my my face and my body so that they would be better for me with the mood swings but worse for me for my skincare and like if they're closer to my body and up like further up towards my heart and my head would it be better for my skin but I could still be really moody like it just depends on what it's based off of yeah and like and oh fun fact <laughs> did you know when we are moody and snappy that's because we have so much fucking testosterone. So you fucking <laughs> bitches out there. Ah, I'm getting angry. <laughs> so for people that will look at you and say, I don't understand why you have such moon swings. Like, why are you raging out right now? Well, this is because this is what you do 75% of the fucking time. But I only get to do it this one time. So it seems outrageous because it's out of my normal and it's out of my complete control. I also have to go back to the fact that, remember we had that episode about... Um, the phases of a woman's hormone cycle, yeah. and we have 28 days versus the men who have a 24 hours. hours. <laughs> Fucking wish, bitch. Jesus. And then I, I, I've actually, since that episode, noticed it and been able to at least make some changes for myself to feel a little bit more regulated. Yeah. But, like, it, it really does. Like, I noticed, oh, yeah, I'm very, like, peppy the first week and feeling more happy and lovable. And the second week, it's kind of, like, starts to drop off a little bit and I'm more focused and really wanting to work. And then those last two weeks where I'm, like... Fuck it. Fuck yeah, it. Fuck my, it all. My hormones are going wild. Sometimes I'm, like, snapping at my partner. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Or, yeah. like, I'm not interested as much. I don't I don't want it. And it's, like, that's not actually how I feel. Like, I would love to be, you know, I would really love to just be and, and happy all the, the time. time. Like, I would love to be at that baseline 
literally the entire time. And I can tell you that the last like probably month and a half I've been microdosing and that this past period, the first period definitely helped. I wasn't as bitchy, but I could still notice like, I was like, like really ready to like, I was like, I really, I was like, I gotta claw someone's eyes out, but I'm just going to smile and be enraged on the inside. And this month it's been a lot like this month. I was like, no rage. I was like chilling. I was like, the only thing I saw it the most, my fucking road rage. Snap. And I was like, ooh. I was like, ooh, my period's coming. I'm ready. It's coming. It's coming. I'm like, I'm awful snappy. I'm like, not at the wrong people, but just at like certain instances I can see myself like knee jerk reaction almost, like very reactive. And I was like, ooh, ooh, that's not, it's coming. My period's coming. But it wasn't to the point, full extent of me like snapping at my partner or snapping at coworkers or being very like withdrawn and like not wanting to do anything. So I can tell you like for myself, microdosing has been helping immensely <laughs> with the hormone swings. I think that's kind of where you're left because you, you want to not have the, you know, the risk of getting pregnant you want to have safe sex. And so birth control is an option that right. you have to take and then, and then you have to combat all of the side effects of birth control. So you have to find something that works for you yeah. to regulate it and those emotions but it, I, I think it honestly takes a toll on your mental health just in general because oh, God, the, the, to know like I'm a very self-aware person but like to know that I am doing things that is not maybe I'm a control freak I don't know but like to do something that's not within my control or like to feel something that feels foreign to me that's not actually me is very like disheartening like it just I'm like why am I being like that what that's not that's not how I normally am yeah and that's really it like skews you out like I I know for me like when I've snapped at my partner and I've been like I'll in the moment I can't rationalize like I can rationalize why I snap at you but like when I take the minute to take a step back and the moment has passed I I have that like almost instant regret of like Ooh, and I'll apologize. And I'm like, I'm really sorry I did that. I was really reactive. And I sh- I wasn't upset at you. I was upset about the situation. But just because I was upset about the situation doesn't mean that I should have been taking it out on you. So, like, I apologize for the way that I treated you because that was unfair. Yeah, and it, it's even harder when it's not as justified. Like, I have moments where I don't even... I don't, I'm not an angry person, typically. Like, it takes a bit to set me off. And for me to feel agitated or like angry about something Mm -hmm. very out of the blue even if I'm not actually upset at anything and to be feeling those feelings I'm like what the heck yeah that's why am I why why am I being like that yeah yeah before I got my period that like Tuesday morning before I got my period on Wednesday I felt so disconnected and so like I felt like it wasn't even like this meh feeling it was like I felt so apathetic like I had no emotions and that I that was terrifying I like texted my partner and I was like at work and I was like I don't know what's wrong with me today but I feel nothing like I don't feel good about anything I don't feel bad about anything like I feel like I could hurt someone and not even regret it because I feel like that apathetic about all of it I just felt so completely like disconnected from myself and I was like this is so strange I was like I don't enjoy this I don't want to be stuck here and I tried everything I was like you know what I've been limiting the caffeine I'm gonna have a cup of coffee today because that usually puts a pep in my step not even I didn't even budge I was like I'm gonna listen to my favorite podcast I didn't even laugh and I was like wow I was like something is really going on and I was like okay let me check the calendar and I was like 
oh, it's coming. It'll be here tomorrow. 10 out of 10, I, I bet it'll be here tomorrow. And sure as shit, I got my period literally the next day. And I was like, at that point, I was like, now I'm like, okay, now I'm tired. Now I feel the exhaustion. I'm like, but I'm back to feeling things where I had the day before my period where I'm so apathetic that I was like, wow, this is concerning. Like, I can do anything right now. Terrifying. And, and yeah, and like not, not regret it because in that moment it was like, no, I felt okay doing it. And I was like, wow, like that's scary. And it, but it doesn't feel, it's like part of it doesn't feel like you. Oh my God, no. Absolutely it, it's not. Like, but it is. And then it kind of like, signals in me to check in with myself and I'm like but wait is that me is that how I'm feeling or is this my hormones is this side effects because it very well could be one of the side effects and they honestly vary so much I can tell you from somebody who after my IUD went from birth control to birth control oral contraceptive to eat all the different brands and you talk about generics yeah I mean that in itself is so hard because you're not only battling like all of the stuff we're talking about, but then you're also battling with the insurance and how much it's going to cost you because a generic might be covered under your insurance, but the actual brand might not. But They'll the only cover 50% could work. And, the, and the actual brand is the only one that works over like the other brand, the generic brand doesn't. And I, it's so shitty that this is our fucking well, that's, that's healthcare what system. That's what actually happened to me. I was on a birth control a very long time ago and it worked for me. And so when I got off of the IUD, I tried a couple of different brands and they just weren't working. I just kept getting side effects. I'd get really nauseous. Like, whatever it was, it just was not working well for me. So I said, hey, can I go back to this brand? Mm -hmm. And so I went back to that brand. But with my insurance and depending on what the pharmacy had, they would send me generics. And I'm like, okay, sure, it's fine. But I actually hit a point where one of these generics really, really... Fucked you up. Yeah, it really screwed me up. I was getting so many side effects. I was really sick. I was very withdrawn. And it started to bother me, and I had to have a conversation and say, hey, I understand that there's these are generics that I'm receiving, but can we please stop doing that? I need to only get that brand and that brand only because I am very roller coaster and not in a good way. Yeah. And can I just list some of these side effects? Oh, Because I please. still have it. Please. I'm going to break out the manual for y'all. <laughs> please do. And this is, like I said, this is just... And this comes in your little packet when you get your birth control, it's by gigantic. the way. Can it's, I just tell you, it's probably, what, two feet? Yeah, both double-sided. Double-sided of, of, of side effects. And every time you change your contraceptive, do you need to read this? Because it's important to know what side effects. Yes, it's going to give you the generic breakdown of how and often, how many times you got to take it, if you miss something... You, and also, I think a, a good point is to point out, it's going to tell you how many milligrams you're taking of what it is you're taking. Yeah. And that's so important because, like... This you, one says desigestrol de and ethanol estradiol tablets, and it's 0.15 milligrams and 0.03. Yeah, and I used to take one of them was, like, 2.5, and then it was, like, 0.01 of something else was, like, the, the brand that I used to and take. And this is why I said it goes back to which hormone and, and what how it works within your body. Yep. And so this one is closer to the, the – this is the generic brand of mm -hmm. the brand I have now, um, and it's supposed to be a similar ingredient list. But the side effects – well, I mean, we, should, we can talk about the risks first. Hold on. Let's see. The risks of taking oral contraceptives. Risk of developing blood clots. Beautiful. So, we love that. I used to get clotting all the time when I was on uh, a pill. Yep. All so. the time. Heart attacks and stroke. 
gallbladder disease, mm. liver tumors, cancer of the reproductive organs and breasts. Yep, I had a scare with that last year, so that was cool. Two years in a row, actually, so that's fun. Now I'm on a regimen where I have to get tested every year for cervical cancer, so that's great. We love that's that. fucking lovely. Yep. So this specific birth control has side effects of vaginal bleeding. Mm. Contact lenses. Of all fucking things, I wear contacts, and I was like, you're telling me that my contacts can dry out, or I can notice a change of vision or inability to wear my contact lenses because I'm on a birth control? So it's affecting my vision, literally. I already, I'm already... Like, Like, I'm already blind, bitch. (laughs) Like, please, let's just tack on some more shit. Fluid retention, swelling of the fingers, ankles, uh, raising your blood pressure, melasma, which is a spotty darkening of the skin. Beautiful. Uh, other side effects. Is that why I have weird dark spots everywhere? No, they're not my freckles. Is that why my feet and hands <laughs> when I'm out in the heat? Like, I don't know. But other side effects include nausea, vomiting, change in appetite, headache, nervousness, depression, dizziness, loss of scalp hair, rash, vaginal infections, and allergic reactions. And that is only five. That's five listed here. I have seen double that. The Trite Sprint Tech one was double the size of that. Double the size. Yeah. Can we, like, nausea, vomiting, lack of appetite, depression, like, these are major things, and, like, I just feel like society's standard is, like, oh, well, like, you're on the pill, right? Good. Cool. Okay. Like, I I don't want to take away the lack of accountability, like, the accountability factor, but, like, also, why does it fall just on me as a woman? Because you just heard us talk for 20 fucking minutes about how hard it is to be on birth control and the mental and physical emotional changes that happen when you are on these things, and then I get left to... That is my responsibility and duty. I just think that's honestly ridiculous. Yep. And, I mean, I can tell you, I've had the open conversation with my partner about removing my IUD because of how wide these mood swings are and how much it truly affects, like, the work that I can do and how I function as a human being. Like, right now, I'm like, okay, babe, if you want to, like, go hang out with your friends and, like, you want to go have, like, parties with your friends, like, these, this is the weeks we need to do it. Like, the next two weeks is the weeks we need to do it because if we don't, like, I'm I'm down and out for the count again. Like, I'm going to be miserable. I'm going to be a bitch. I don't want to drink. Like, I'm going to go to bed oh and be asleep on the couch at, like, 9 o'clock. Like, if you want to go out and do a party, like, we have to we plan it around my, my cycle because, like, I physically cannot handle going out and drinking on the times where I have my period. It's just not an option. I know. And then, like, that's not even adding, like, accounting the relationship stuff yeah. that you're talking about. Like, it takes a I'm hibernating toll. for an entire week because my body just needs a bunch of sleep. Yeah. And that's and not that's... only just my period, but then that's on top with the birth control. Yeah. And so now I'm, like awake maybe a couple hours out of the day on my work day and then I'm asleep on the couch or like by the time I take a nap yeah I was like I can tell you I work a 10 hour work day I go to work at 6 30 I get out at 4 30 I come home and I'm in bed by like 6 30 like the latest like if I haven't eaten before I come home I'm not eating I'm going to bed without dinner I'm waking up in the morning eating breakfast and like that's it like most of the time I, I do have that change of appetite side effect and I don't even want anything no and I most of the time I'm I not want sugar I go from not eating anything to wanting everything yep 
And it's because we're making up for the days that we didn't get to eat anything because we didn't have a fucking appetite. Yep. And and I know for me, like, it's, it's taking the moments to have that open dialogue with my partner, especially, and be like, hey, look, these are all the, the problems that I'm experiencing while on this birth control. Like, I would like to come off, and now, like, what is going to be our next preventative measure now that this is not happening because we are not set up to have children right now. Like, neither one of us wants them right now. It's in our future at some point, but it's not now. So what can we do? Because I don't necessarily, after I take this IUD out, there's not necessarily a point in me that, like, wants to go back on birth control when this is done. Honestly, if I didn't have to be, I wouldn't. Yeah. I really wouldn't because the side effects and the risks are very much outweighing any benefits that I am getting. Yeah. But if I want to continue to have a relationship and and have sex and, and be safe and not get pregnant, this is what I have to deal with. And right now there isn't a male alternative. No, because it was discontinued. The studies were canceled because men were experiencing major mood swings and just couldn't control it. This is the, the wow. This is weird the concept. I have to suffer because you fucking couldn't handle it. Sorry, <laughs> bitches. Respectful conversation. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just enrages me. This is no. It's like the minute a man can't handle something, it's over. But the. Wh- we have to suffer for years before and have... I know, I scared the cat away. I scared the cat away because I got enraged and I'm getting angry. And, like, it's just... Oh, it's just, like, the fucking audacity. It's it's so frustrating to feel like you are alone in this... Yes, you have a support system of other women who have had the same... Experiences. ...risks and experiences, but it's... It's hard because you, if you are in a heterosexual relationship and, and you're trying to be like, well, I do want to get off birth control for my own mental and emotional well-being. Yeah. But, like, what are our options? Because some dudes don't want to wear condoms. Nope. Um, there isn't a male birth control. And do I really think that it's going to happen? <laughs> no. And I think what what's so enraging to both Jocelyn and I is... The fact that we have been following this for a while, and male birth control was in the test phases, I would say, what, a couple of years ago? Mm -hmm. And it stopped. And so now it's being picked up again, and what's being said in in these articles is that there are all of these side effects, and that they can't even find test subjects that are male that want to go into it knowing these risks and, and the side effects that are involved. But you're willing to let your spouse handle all of the side effects alone. Thank you. We love that for and, us. And that is the, kind of the reality is that these are the side, all of the side effects that are being listed to you are the ones that we are experiencing and having to deal with. And and, and we also get the we also get the nickname of like we're too emotional and but like at the same point. Why are you so moody? And it's like how can you deal with all of this stuff on top of everything else that's going on in your life? And then be be called moody or bitchy because I am having something that cannot be controlled. And then the fucking audacity. And then you have the male birth control coming back around in the last year or so, and because men are experiencing these same side effects, they're talking about trying to find to make birth control not have a side effect. So the male birth control will not have side effects. And it's like, how qu- how loud do I need to really 
yell? Like, do I need to yell? Do I need to be enraged? Why is the side effects that are listed on there not a problem in the first place that we didn't try to work that out before it even hit the fucking shelves? Like, oh, right, because women are just supposed to take it as it is. How long have women been saying, all oh, these side effects, these risks are really, really high impact on our lives, but it doesn't get listened to nope. or acknowledged nope. until... The a opposite sex it is it. telling them that this isn't this isn't something we're willing to put in. Yeah. Like, honestly, I really feel it's unfair because how could you give something to them when you haven't even provided it to me when it's on the market? Like, make me, a woman, a, a no side effect birth control first and then implement it or do them at the same time. But, like, it's not fair. Mm-mm. It's really not, and I'm really trying to keep the rage and the, the resentment out of my, my voice right now, but, like, it is infuriating that that is, that is what it took for some scientists or whoever to, like, really be like, oh, we should, like, research into and really try to create a no-side-effects birth control. And then, that's not even talking about the risks of implementing a male birth control. Are you going to feel comfortable giving all of that responsibility over to your partner who has never taken it before? I know that's a hard question. That's a big elephant in the room. But I can tell you, I don't know if I am. Oh. I don't know. I'm not even a one-night stand person, and I'm thinking about everyone and all of the women in our our lives. Like, if you during your hoe phase would have a one-night stand and you're going to have to ask the guy, hey, are you on the pill? And you're supposed to take that risk because that's now the, that's what the guys are taking. Hey, are you on the pill? Yes. But no, no, they're not. But they're not taking any risk because they're not the ones getting pregnant and having to deal with it. They get to just walk away and do nothing, and we're left with the with the entire responsibility of having a child, whether we want it or not. Now, especially. And I don't want to discredit any men and ma- males that are very trustworthy, very trustworthy, and responsible, respectful, yes. respectful, willing to do their part. I just, there's a overwhelming percentage of, of people and in, in the population that are talking like this, and it's like, how can you really talk about taking on responsibility when, like, we can't even communicate effectively, like, but now I'm supposed to trust you how you're supposed to trust me, like, are you on the pill? And I could say yes, and I'm not. I've had that happen. I, I could say, oh, I, I got a, you were in a condom, but I poked a hole in it, like, I could do now. Now with male birth control, is that the risk that I have to take? I don't know if those are my. I I wouldn't take those odds. I want both of us to be on birth control. How's that? I think that that's fair. I think that something, wh- whatever it is, condoms, dental dams, oral birth con- contraceptive, you know, IUDs, whatever. I feel like it's re- the responsibility of both parties involved, and I think that's why I find it so unfair. Yeah, because it's not both parties at this point. No, and while, yes, my, my body can carry a fetus and a baby, it doesn't take and negate your responsibility because you took part in it. Yeah, but it does. Sadly, in today's society, it does. Yeah, I know. I watch enough court <laughs> TV to know. Oh, I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah, it's getting hot in here. It's not, We're not even in the closet, and it's hot in here. Um... Yeah, I mean, let's just, for shits and giggles, let me read you some of the ones that are on my birth control. 
Ooh, the side effects. The side effects. I take the Mirena. I have a, the Mirena IUD. So let's look right here. Side effects of hormonal IUD. Now there are non-hormonal IUDs that have a much lower percentage of like, they're only like 97% effective versus like the hormonal ones are 99.99% effective. So like, yeah. You take your chances on either. Yeah. So here are my risks. This one says less than 1% of women who use Mirena will get pregnant in a year of typical use. 1%. What is 1% of, what, 3.5 billion if we count half of the women? 1% is a high fucking number, if you ask me. Then there is side effects associated with Marina include headache, acne, breast tenderness, irregular bleeding, which can improve after six months of use, mood changes, cramping, or pelvic pain. That's great. I have pelvic pain all the fucking time. All You're the time. You're already dealing with your period cramps. Yeah, I get my period cramps, and then I get ovulation cramps, and then I just get randomly sharpshooting pains in my... Pelvis. In my pelvis at any fucking moment. I move the wrong way, and I'm like, ow. My, my partner will look at me like, baby, are you okay? I'm like, I'm just having some pain. It's like, basically almost knocked you on the ground. What kind of fucking pain is that? And I'm like, I'm literally having sharp stabbing pains, like, in my pelvic area right now. Like, in my vagina, like, in, like, around my, like, waist area. And he's like, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, this is, this is, like, this side is effects. the reality. Like, this is the side effects of me having, like, an IUD. And he's like, the more and more that, like, I am open to communicating with my partner about what these side of like these small little pains that I have and these movements and I'm like oh I can't do that because it causes literal pelvic pain and like I can't eat a, a massive amount of sugar because it gives me cramps just because it's too much sugar and my body can't process it I end up with cramps like this is all the reality that like I share with my partner and he, he'll be like oh my god like I didn't realize it's that bad. And I'm like, no one gets it because women have been silenced for so long that our pain it, and we've been gaslit in, in many medical doctor's offices about how bad our pain actually is. Oh, it's not that bad. Pop and ibuprofen. Yeah. I have to take and max it out when I'm on my fucking period. I have to max out my mind all like <laughs> you fucking shitting me. I remember when I got the IUD put in, that's what they said. They took, take a couple of ibuprofen before, before you get here. You'll be fine. <laughs> And I think that's why this conversation is happening. Like I said, it, I, I want to have an open conversation with people, men, women, everybody, but like, these are the realities and I know it sounds very one-sided, but like, you have to understand our experiences as women to be able to understand how this is affecting us as well as you. Like, you are in this relationship as well and some of the things that are happening are going to are, affect that relationship yes. very heavily. Like me not wanting to go out and being moody and mood swingy and not wanting to go to dinner with friends and be in my little cocoon of a burrito and do nothing but watch TV all day, like, or do nothing but sleep all night. Like that takes a significant toll on our relationship because now I'm inhibiting our ability to go and enjoy things together. Yeah. And I, I really hope that anything that you get out of this conversation is one maybe a little bit of knowledge into the women's experience on birth control and the side effects that can play be at play there but also like 
have that open dialogue. I hope that us as women are speaking to our partners about this and not being brushed off, not being told, oh, it's just that pain, you know, it's no big deal. Like, oh, it's just your period. You're just it's being normal. moody. Like, yeah. you're hormonal. Like, it's not an insult. It's just the reality of where we're at. And, like, I really want to start having open conversations to be like, look, this is what I'm feeling, and yeah, I might need some chocolate, but, like, also, can we just talk about the reality of, like, what are we gonna do? I don't want to be on this forever. Yeah. I don't want to feel like this forever. It's not fair. It's not conducive to a successful relationship. No, but it's kind of brushed off, like, that that is just the responsibility that we're supposed to take. Mm-hmm. Was that all of your side effects, by the way? But, that was yeah. pretty short. That is, it is really short, but then it, it says, like, it says things like... It's possible to expel Morena from your uterus. You may be more likely to expel Morena if you have never been pregnant, have heavy or prolonged periods, which I did, um, have severe menstrual pain, also had that, previously expelled an IUD, are younger than the age of 20, and had Morena inserted immediately after childbirth. So there's some risks for you. Um, things I have to tell my healthcare provider before taking this. Oh, well, here's a nice benefit. It decreases severe menstrual pain. No, the fuck it does not. No, the fuck it does not. But that's, that's the truth, though, is because it could for some percentage of people that are taking Mirena. Yep. But it's not your experience because it's different depending on the person. And how that those hormones and those active ingredients and inactive ingredients go into your body and mix and mash with what's in your body. Yeah, and, like, um, something something else here is, like, your health care provider may discourage you, you may discourage use of Mirena if you have breast cancer or have had it, uterine or cervical cancer, liver disease, uterine conditions such as fibroids that interfere with the placement of retention of your Mirena, um, a pelvic inflammation or current pel- pelvic inflammatory disease, unexplained vaginal bleeding. Tell your health... Now I also have to be open and honest and tell my healthcare provider of all the medications I'm taking, whether prescription, non-prescription, or herbal products, I have to tell them that if I have diabetes or high blood pressure, have a heart condition, or have had a heart attack, have migraines, have blood clotting problems, or have had a stroke, and recently gave birth or are breastfeeding. I have to disclose all of this information just so my healthcare provider can determine whether or not it's safe for me to take this or not. Yeah, and any other procedures you may have or yeah. any prescriptions that may interact with or counteract because sometimes your birth control be, can be canceled out by certain prescriptions that you were taking. Yeah, uh, and antibiotics, never, never trust your pill, especially the pill, if you're taking an antibiotic. It is basically ineffective. And that's why I always say talk to your doctors and your pharmacists because they're going to be able to help and guide you, but it's... Even, both of our birth controls didn't say it, thankfully, but I've also seen birth controls that have side effects of death. Yes. Oh my, I think, I think my Trisprintec one was death, if I remember correctly. It's been a long time since I've been on that, but yeah, I'm almost positive that one was on there. And I was like, uh, what the fuck am I taking this for? Like, oh, I, I just die. had some acne. I didn't realize I could die. It's Trilosprintec, by the way. Trilosprintec? Is that what it That's is? That's the one that I know of. No, this one's Trisprintec. Oh, I've definitely been on Trilosprintec. That's probably the lower one. Maybe. It's the lower hormones. But yeah, this one. Yeah. 
And this is, this, this, we're not even talking about the cost of this. Do you know that for me to get my IUD put in cost me $400 because my insurance didn't cover it? I'm still have not been able to pay that off yet. I have thankfully been able to get pretty much free or less than $15 birth control. But I have, I, there's numerous amounts of people that have told me that their birth control is out of their price range. And or that they can't get it on a regular basis. So these are these are for Trisprintex some of the possibilities. Uh, lumps in the breast, mental and mood changes such as new or worsening depression, severe stomach slash abdominal pain, unusual changes in vaginal bleeding such as continuous spotting, sudden heavy bleeding, missed periods, dark urine, yellowing eyes and skin. You may also have serious conditions, sometimes fatal, problems from blood clots such as deep vein, thrombosis, heart attack, pulmonary embolism, stroke. And you would need to get uh, medical help right away if any of these other ones occur. Chest, cess, jaw, cess, left arm pain, confusion, sudden dizziness or fainting, pain slash swelling, warmth in the groin slash calf area, trouble speaking, sudden shortness of breath or rapid breathing, unusual headaches, such uh, including headaches with vision changes, lack of coordination, worsening of migraines, sudden slash very severe headaches, unusual sweating, weakness on one side of the body, vision problems or changes such as double vision, partial and complete blindness. I'm not even done. <laughs> I'm not even done. This is just sad. A very serious allergic reaction may occur such as uh, may or may include rash, itching and swelling, especially of the face, tongue, and throat, severe dizziness, and trouble breathing. This is not a complete list of possible side effects. If you notice other effects not listed above, contact your doctor or pharmacist. Fuck off. It's just very wild, and I hope that no matter what your takeaway from this episode is, is that while you may not agree with everything that we've said or you can't validate our experiences, please just take one moment to think about any of the women in your life. But even, like, if you have a niece or a nephew, a, a younger child, a like, under the age of 18 person. I'd say even under the age of 14 at this point because that's when we were forced upon. It was forced upon us. It, it's, like, think about how happy and, and, and exuberant that person is. And now imagine some of those side effects taking a toll on that person and who they could be after taking birth control, the risks that they could, that are involved, the possibility of death for that person, stroke, heart attack, uh, like just because you were trying to help with your, your, your acne or to have safe sex and not get pregnant. I just feel like this needs to change. It mm -hmm. needs to change. I really hope that male birth control can come onto the market as well as having a no side effect for both. Men and women. Yes. And maybe even finding another alternative that doesn't <laughs> feel so overwhelming and infuriating. Yeah. Agreed. I have nothing more to say. I've said my piece. I'm angry. If I keep talking, I'm going to just repeat myself a million times. All right. I'm going to take us out. So follow, rate, like, and subscribe. You can follow us on TikTok and Instagram at tabletalks.podcast. I hope that you found some takeaway from this episode. And like I said, please think about the women in your lives and how 
these types of contraceptives really take a toll on their everyday lives, physical health, emotional health, and mental well-being. We'll check you next week.